0: Hi, and thank you for tuning in to Compound Performance Radio. We're your hosts, Matt Domney and Kyle Dobbs. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show.
1: For the longest time people thought i was the strong one because i actually have deltoids that are visible
0: well you also started that rumor too you started this rumor on like on instagram like at the beginning of covid that i was like five five and 160 pounds
1: i just my (laughs) best troll ever was convincing the internet that matt is like a very undersized lifter who isn't strong and then i love it. it and then he busts out a 700 pound deadlift and people are just like wait what and then, <laughs> hold on a second <laughs> and then there's a picture of a side by side and the people realize that matt outweighs me by like 60 pounds and they're, they're like, like oh wow he's <laughs> oh, like, <what>? he's <laughs> actually pretty big what happened? <laughs> his thighs are bigger than your waist it's like yes i'm i'm very slim and i play the angles on the internet <laughs> and matt's hmm. very thick and the angles aren't his friends. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have opposite lives. It's, right. It's, Somehow
0: it's, like yeah. we'll hit the same angle and I will look smaller in the same exact angle like photo than Kyle does. And it's like, this doesn't make any sense at all. But,
1: but again, <laughs> I feel like I'm winning. So yeah, I, I, I think, um,
0: Oh, also by the way, we're recording all this. So this is oh, gonna yeah. be included on the podcast. Yeah, this is yeah, gonna yeah. be here. Uh, I do that as
2: well. I do that as well for my podcast. I just hit record and start chatting, then people like freak out. They're like, oh what what? what we're recording all of that? <laughs> yeah. Dude, well,
1: this <laughs> is the best. What, are you this, scared? This, yeah. What were you planning on saying? Like Yeah. This is exactly. Uh, but yeah, so everybody who listens to this hopefully knows who we are at this point. But Luke, like who are you? I think is is the most important question here.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I got a an Instagram account with like thirty or thirty five thousand people and I train people online and that's that's kind of me. Bring that's pretty the, much it, man.
1: <laughs> bring in the clout, man, and I, I appreciate that. It's it's already validated. <laughs>
2: Well, for some people, that's like, that's a big deal. And for other people are like, I don't give a fuck about that. What do you, who cares? I mean, obviously we all know that
0: Instagram fame is the most important thing. And ch- oh. chasing clout yeah. is all that really matters in oh, the yeah. world. Absolutely. You could be the most successful person in the world, but if you don't tell people on Instagram how successful you are, then it doesn't, you're not actually successful. It doesn't count. That's true.
1: It, it actually amazes me to this day that people will just like follow you to watch you work out on the internet. There's, and there's nothing more confusing to my kids because my wife has like a real job and and they're just like, they're like, yeah, dad, like they, for the longest time they got like working out and working confused. And and they thought I was like going into some office at like 5 a.m. before they were going to bed. Like, oh, daddy already worked today. I was like, I was like, no, 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 I, I worked out. It sounds like your
2: average personal trainer, man. Yeah, <laughs>
1: they're way ahead of the curve at nine years old. They're like, yeah, I think I understand they are future that. superstars in the fitness industry. Yeah, like, I think I understand the way the world works right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but you actually put out really good content, which I can always appreciate. It's not just pictures of you running reels of of working out like what Matt and I do. Yeah. Yeah. So you you know from your perspective you you put out a ton of you're one of my favorite nutrition accounts to follow because you actually talk about real nutrition and i i always appreciate that because that's that's always for in my opinion and experience like a way stickier topic to to dip into than than training especially when you talk about you know just emotional beliefs and dogma and people being really invested into into specific you know Mm -hmm. tribes or or, you know diet tribes or, or whatever so I always appreciate the fact that, you know, you put a lot of science out there and I know you also have uh, your own platform, you know, online where you put out a ton of, you know, mm-hmm. research based things and science based things. So that, that's something that I that I always appreciate and, and something that I love seeing as well. Kind of like what's your experience with that? Do you get people that are just like, no, uh, is it like yelling at you on the Internet or are people pretty like into it, you know, and, and
2: down with it? Yeah, uh thanks, man. I mean, like firstly, thanks for the for the nice compliments. But <clears throat> yeah, you know, I i really I gravitate away from like posting my own uh training and all that sort of stuff too much. And, and it's funny because I often get people saying, like, oh, I want to see what you do for training. What do you eat every day? And I'm like, it doesn't really fucking matter what I do, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um and it's much simpler than they think. I think mean, they're looking for like, oh, this guy must have some trick up his sleeve. And it's like, yeah, not really. It's just being consistent over a long period of time. It's a basic shit. Um, yeah, no, I think mostly people are pretty like, pretty into what I do. I don't get a lot of like, uh, really combative people. I mean, there's going to be some big accounts out there that put out a ton of science info, like Yelaine Norton's and you know, Martin McDonald's and stuff like that. And, you know they obviously like to stir the pot a bit so <laughs> they get a bit of pushback they're like fighting people in comments and for me it's not really my style um so yeah i just trying to put stuff out there and be like hey there's there's this is the challenge for me really is that there's a lot of nuance to all of this and there's a lot of context and um you know i'm trying to put out some information that's more like hey this is some food for thought like maybe this applies to you maybe it doesn't um and that's kind of my angle and stuff, but it's, 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 a case of like, there's a lot to take into account. Like you mentioned, it's not just a case of like give people some macros and off you go. Uh, so it it can be as simple as that, or it can be as freaking deep as you want it to be when it comes to nutrition and how that interacts with lifestyle and your beliefs and your overall well being and all of this sort of stuff. So I guess my, I sort of see myself as just providing like, Hey, let me just give you a little bit of food for thought in this little dark area of something. And, see if that sparks something in in your head and maybe in this little area it'll spark something for somebody else and I find that sort of stuff interesting.
0: It's also got to be really really hard to troll you because the amount of times that I've seen you post something on Instagram where the first slide is just I was wrong (laughs) (laughs) and then it's like six things of like I used to think this now I think this like it's got to be it's got to be so difficult for people to find something that they're like, oh, I hate this dude because it's like, oh, well, he just said he was wrong about like five things and he just said, yeah. here's why I was wrong about them. And here's what I think now. Like that's got, that's for me, I think that's what one of the things that makes you one of my favorite accounts to follow is like, you have no, no fear or no, like no, no nothing in you is like upset or nervous about like admitting that, like I, I was wrong about this thing that I thought was really, really important. And here's why I'm I was wrong about it. And here's the things that showed me that I was wrong about those things that I thought. And I think that level of like transparency and honesty with it is hugely important because the biggest thing that I I, like I see with a lot of people now is people are just getting frustrated when people are starting to discount old systems and admit that they were wrong about Mm -hmm. stuff. Right, but that's how we grow and evolve and like you're the first person to say. I was wrong about all of these things that I thought were important. And like what, 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 like, what made you start doing that? And what got you to that point where you were comfortable
2: saying, I was wrong about X, Y, and Z? Yeah, man. It was something where I kind of recognized in myself that I was terrified of looking like I got something wrong or like, you know, I was terrified of the gotcha moment. I was terrified of the moment where I posted something or presented something and someone put their hand up and went, Well, actually, (laughs) in this study by and I was like, just so scared of that moment. And I went like, why, why the fuck am I afraid of that? Like, that's not a big deal. Um, You know, and so it was, it was all of the gotchas on Instagram, and this kind of thing where we've got a short format, uh, we can't give context and nuance to absolutely every situation. And so it's kind of like, well, I'm putting these ideas out there. But just bear in mind, this doesn't cover every situation. And there's context, right? And so it was just a case of slowly evolving from from people trying to have some kind of, well, what about this weird niche situation? Like my cousin has one foot and they, you know, like all this stuff. It's like, dude, it's a one in a million case, but they somehow think they got you with it. And so I kind of just ended up going well, like, yeah, okay, cool. Well, I'm wrong in that case. Yeah, I'm wrong in that case. Yeah, it probably doesn't apply to that. And then I realized like, hey, people actually really appreciate this because you seem like a real person then. You're not just like some scientist in the ivory tower kind of going like, well, I got all the answers because I got all the data, you know, so that's kind of what prompted it for me. And it's, it's uh, incredibly freeing when you can step out and say like, hey, I'm free to change my mind about something. Uh, And that doesn't mean that I'm changing it every week. But it does mean that my ideas evolve. And if I'm wrong about something, then that's kind of a good thing, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest thing is it's not like you're saying that like, it's, it's, a, it's an evolution of
0: your, th- of your thought process and an evolution yeah. of your ideas. It's not sitting there going, oh, all the, I'm just going to throw out all of this stuff because none yeah. of it was important. Right? Where like you're still taking stuff out of what you knew previously and now applying a different lens to it or looking at it through a different scope and seeing it differently and applying the new information that you've got to the old stuff to continuously audit your own things and add to your own model, which is I think is probably one of the coolest things that I see on social media because it's something that
2: happens with like five people in the fitness industry (laughs) total, I think. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's not it's not just like hot takes every week, and then like yeah. oh, actually no, I got that wrong. But uh, here's another five hot takes for you. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like all last week wrong, case. but here's this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got new stuff for you guys. I got new stuff. But no, it is. It's definitely like evolving. And I think most of those posts are like, hey, I was wrong about this, but here's like the element of truth that was in what I used to believe, and now there's like a few other like bits and pieces that I can add to that exactly yeah it's yeah. just an evolution it's just continuously adding no, more pieces to the puzzle which
0: is
1: super cool mm. Yeah, you know, i mean when i'm wrong i just kind of switch my format and hope nobody notices yeah just pretend it <laughs> never I just, happened uh, I just hope people don't like scroll down my feed and they're like hey but you know a year ago you're doing this i'm like I... yeah I don't, I don't
2: shut don't. up that's <laughs> block that's the beauty of uh instagram is that like people forget what you posted last week so yeah, it kind of doesn't is... matter
1: i get it. i get a lot of the um like, like exactly what you're saying where people like the outlier conversations, like I've literally had a post mm-hmm. about like, you know, over queuing clients, you know, a couple of weeks ago and just picking better exercise selections instead. And the guy was like, well, what about kids? And I responded back. I'm like, Hey, like, I honestly, like how young of kids are you talking about? You should probably just let them play on the playground and like run around. Yeah. Right. And he's like, but what if they're blind? And I'm like, "What? I mean, yeah. Listen, man, if you train like a uh, blind adolescents, like, yeah, man, you can, you should probably describe the exercise. Yeah. Like, like, I, don't know, I don't know what to <laughs> tell you.
0: Probably use some tactile feedback.
1: Like, like, yeah, <laughs> like maybe That's the scenario, right? You know, I, wow. so it wasn't really what I was talking about, David, but, but yeah, it's like the, the outliers and then like the, I also love the ones where people just come in with like a, like their own narrative where they're just like, they start arguing with something you never even said and you're just like, I oh, yeah. literally didn't write that.
0: yeah Where did you you're, get this from? You're yeah. getting in an yeah. argument
1: with yourself right yeah. now like i did not write that in my <laughs> post at yeah. all like what are you talking about you know?
0: well it's like it's yeah. like the meme that keeps going around in, in nutrition where it's like i i really enjoy apples and people are like you hate oranges how dare you say that about them <laughs> yeah. i never never. where do you get this from
2: <laughs> dude the post that i made about tempo recently where i was like i it was like oh i changed my mind about you know generating momentum can actually change like how an exercise's resistance curve works yeah. fantastic and post by the way if you guys haven't seen that one i would definitely recommend Thanks looking it. at it yeah it was cool so i got I, like i did um the biomechanics thing from n1 with like casim and stuff mm. and that kind of made me think more about that but this guy messages me and he's like oh well tom purvis was talking about this decades ago i'm like all right that's okay. cool man i just told you i was wrong <laughs> and then i changed my mind on it <laughs> like what do you want from me like,
1: I, I i'm almost positive i did not say that i created this thought process <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> My post was
2: literally like, I've changed my mind on this recently. Like, come on, bro. What's
1: yeah, well, it's a new idea to me? You know? Can't read every book and you know, whatever along the way. It's, it's definitely, the, the internet is such a weird place, man. And the, the world is a weird place. So I shouldn't caveat that. But yeah. it, it, it's so funny because I, I always relate this back to like the younger people that we work with where it's like the same, you see the same caricatures online that I used to see like in the gold's gym I worked out in, yeah. in like college, like now you're just seeing them with like followers in a voice, but they were always like, and I hate to be stereotypical. Like, they were always the girls on the step doing kickbacks. They were always the dudes and stringers lifting like you know benching 185 and just acting like they were super strong and screaming and always, curling in the squat rack there's always <laughs> yeah. the power lifter just surrounded by piles of chalk on the ground <laughs> yeah. resting, they bring their own
0: folding chair
1: yeah resting <laughs> yeah. sitting on a sitting on like one of the two bench presses in front of the rack so nobody could use either one of them and resting for 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes, like, like this I got is, two sets
0: like, left, so it'll be about forty minutes.
2: Yeah, like, like <laughs> there was always
1: a thing, you know. So I, I look at it now as being like an old person who lifted pre-internet, pretty much. And I'm just like, it's the same people. Like people don't change, right? Like you're just more aware of all these people now, and it's it's kind of interesting to watch people just react to uh, the actions uh, of these tribes. Like, I, like this is like this is literally just like cultural, like it's sociocultural of what the gym is, right? You know, and it's, yeah. like it's, it's actually kind of, we've turned this like microcosm of like your local gym into this macrocosm of the internet. And now you, yeah. you have, you know, now the gym, the, the girl on the treadmill is a Gymshark model with 3 million followers. And the, the power <laughs> guy is just angry and yelling at everybody with smelling. <laughs> <laughs> Just raging on the internet, and
0: then there's Kyle running away from everybody. And then there's me just like yeah. running
1: as fast as I can away from, away from any kind of strength training that I can that tries to sneak yeah. up on me in the corner. So,
2: yeah, it's intense. It's a crazy world out there, and like you're right. It just I don't know when you suddenly like if you were the weird guy at the gym, like I don't know. There used to be <laughs> there used to be this freaking guy who at one of the gyms I worked at who like stacked up the prowler with every plate in the gym and then he tried to push it and he couldn't move it right it took him like 45 minutes to get it from one end of the track to the other that guy now has some tribe on Instagram where there's like fucking thousands of them doing that shit you know so and they're like it's intense
1: this one move will get you jacked <laughs> and it's like oh the 45 minute continuous prowler push that you only you don't even have to turn around you just put 650 pounds on it or whatever it is dude and, and you just automatic
2: way to get an audience in the gym yeah. is to like take all the plates so no one else can train and just like push them up and down the gym <laughs> he,
1: he was all, he was the guy with the leg press with like 20 plates doing like micro and you're yeah. just you're hoping it didn't turn into a gym fail situation that you
2: had oh to t- yeah
1: level. and you're just like don't lock out your knees don't do it oh. don't do
2: it <laughs> it's intense and yeah and I mean there's there's now that tribe out there preaching that sort of stuff so you, you see all this crazy shit and it's like it's weird because I feel like there there is like these little nuggets of gold to be found on social media now where it's like there's there's some people and some ideas I would have never connected with previous mm-hmm. to this like I'm not reading this shit in a magazine you know what I mean but um at the same time you gotta you gotta sift through the weirdness to get there sometimes so oh, it's, yeah. it's a tough one
1: yeah it's we talk about this a lot in our groups because we have a lot of people who, especially in the last, you know, the last year, obviously like they, they were exclusively in-person coaches and working in facilities and, and are have now had to shift online. And, you know, they like have no following, no page to to speak of. And, and they're just like, the internet's terrible on this. And it's like, well, I mean like your perception of Instagram is probably like really reflective on like who you follow. Yeah, right? because like, for, from my perspective, it's like, I'm looking through stuff and like, and, and making, you know, network, like I never would have met you in any way. Yeah, exactly. right? You know, it's like, even, you know, Matt and I, we always, we always joke about like, I've, I've met Matt in person twice, and we've worked together for almost two years now. Right? right. Yeah, yeah. Like we have this whole business where we're working with coaches, and we're talking every single day and interacting with one another. And we've only met twice, right, in, in person. So, and, and luckily, those like went well. I would have had that would have been an awkward.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah, if yeah, I met her for the first imagine. time. I'm like,
1: I'm like, man, I just, had, I don't really like you, but uh, <laughs> you know. So it's definitely one of those things where, like, yeah, like we're you know talking to people in different countries and people that just in the industry we never would have met, and it's a beautiful thing. Like it's really awesome, and you can get exposed to so many thoughts and. You know, it's like I that like mute button is like the best thing that ever happened to me. It's like now now it's just like, oh, like if somebody trolls my page, I used to engage and now I just block them. If somebody's, yep. you know, saying a bunch of stuff repetitively that I'm I'm just like, okay, like I see this in like a five straight post. Like, I'll just mute people. Doesn't mean I don't like them. It just means like, hey, I want to follow more people who challenge my belief system more so than just like confirm it. If you're just basically posting the same stuff that I post every day. I don't need to read that every day. I don't need to live in the echo chamber, you know? And I, I I just look at it and I look at, you know, people, it's like, you talk about like, you don't really ever get trolled, right? And I think, again, that's representative of the content you put out, but it's probably also representative of just uh, the people you attract, right? Through that, you know? And I think that's, that's always like a, like a canary for me, you know, when I look Mm. at people's pages, if I'm looking at their page, I'm like, this is nothing but people yelling at you like that's either by design or you're just wrong a lot like I don't know (laughs)
2: yeah yeah exactly no I mean I I agree I think it's like people need to understand with the social media that what you get out of it is is kind of what what you actively try to get out of it you know uh, you can definitely Uh, screen the type of stuff that you don't want to see and you can at the same token you can kind of have your own belief system like propped up and and have smoke blown up your ass and all this sort of stuff so it's definitely about finding a balance with it all and um I mean I agree with you dude like I don't have time to argue with people on the internet but I'm happy to like debate and have my ideas Mm -hmm. challenged like that's and that's the beauty of it is that I can have somebody on the other side of the world do that and provide a perspective that I don't have um you know but it requires you to kind of use social media in a really conscious way which is kind of the challenge with it and and by the same token as well i mean like there's a bit more to you know we can we can take this even further with just exposing yourself to different ideas i think like a lot of trainers and people who are into fitness um tend to have that their entire life revolve around that because like we tend to be like we were decent probably all decent athletes at school like maybe not amazing but decent we love training we were pretty good at it we got into training so what did we do in our spare time we trained we coached people we read about training you never get exposure to any freaking ideas outside of the gym man um you know and now when we're on social media and you follow like 300 other powerlifters is like, guess what? All you're going to freaking see is like squat bench deadlift PRs, dude. Like you're not going to see anything else. Like
1: Singlets you need to expand your it. Vert- oh, oh, you yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like clouds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Clouds of chalk and freaking, yeah, it's intense. So, you know, I think the, the general idea with like the just calibrating social media so that it can work for you is a, is a good one. But then I mean, outside of that, I think exposing yourself to different ideas out in the world as well is super, super important. Like I always tell people, I, I rarely read any nonfiction. Yeah, um, we, we talk I like about reading, that a lot too, yeah. Yeah, I like reading uh, uh, fiction stuff because it just exposes me to different ideas and like, okay, you know, maybe it's a little bit of a, a long line between that and saying, yeah, it makes me a better coach, but I think it does make me a more re- well-rounded individual, right? And helps me think in a different way.
1: Yeah, no, and- well, we talk about that even with our groups, right? Because it's um, especially when you're looking at like fiction books, like the the hero's journey is a huge yeah. thing, right? That's imprinted psychologically in humans, like like from mm-hmm. way back, right? And like if things don't follow that storyline, like we get all kinds of just like emotional triggers that, that go off, right? So when you when you start looking at even how you interact with people as a coach like you are the guide in that hero's journey right like you're mm. like your job is to help them get over whatever that obstacle or barrier in their way is and I, I do think there are a lot of semblances to draw where it can absolutely make you a better coach to have a better understanding of what that timeline looks like for your for your athletes right and as they struggle along and how you can motivate them and give them more tools to kind of go through that process. Like I, I think more coaches need to understand that that is a big part of the training process. And it's not all biomechanics and energy systems and macros and, and program design or whatever. There, there is a huge relationship and emotional concept that, that kind of underlies the entire thing. That when you look at really good coaches and you look at like the longevity of their careers you look at how the retention of their clients or client acquisition, it's almost always coaches who understand how to communicate and interact with their clients. And it's, it's not always the X's and O's and, and kind of the, the more technical aspects of things that they're talking about. It's, it is about their life. Right. And, uh, like a lot of you train gen pop people, you better be able to talk about movies and books. And so yeah. like, oh, yeah. like <laughs> they don't give a fuck about the other stuff. Like, it's like, that's a rough conversation. If you're just trying to talk biomechanics and and, and kinematics with them over the course of a session, it's going to be. It's going to be a boring 60 minutes. Excuse me, Susan.
0: We're going to look at building up some more tibial internal rotation on that left side. (laughs) It's like, she's like, what? I don't know what you're saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where's my tibia?
0: Yeah. I don't, (laughs) I don't know what that is. Whenever I've been coaching Jen pop, it's like, do you feel this in the front of your thighs and do you feel mm. this in the back of your thighs? Yeah. Is like, do you feel your medial hamstrings activating to posteriorly tuck your pelvis as you go through this hip hinge? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah come on we spoke about this last week yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> why don't you remember this <laughs> i can't believe they have to explain this to you
1: every single session i'm getting so uh, frustrated yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah dude for real for real no it's uh it's big and um yeah the more of that experience you get i think it also then makes you kind of uh happier in the job so to speak because you're actually getting a bit of respite from like constantly talking oh, fitness all the time true
1: it's it's variability right it's it's mm. that, that's all it is when you look at you know specificity versus variability on any continuum you know if you can detach yourself from the gym like like that's something like we always talk to coaches and and you're like okay so like what do you do for fun i train okay what do you do to mm-hmm. your work i train people it's like cool like who you hang out with in your like off hours other trainers, trainers. Mm-hmm. what do you do for fun uh we like uh, we lift weights we hike and we um we go to healthy restaurants <laughs> and we, we drink it's just have like, you
0: seen these abs i haven't eaten a carb since 2007 kyle yeah, <laughs> it's, just like, it's
1: like oh man like you're you're in it in it you're so far in it that you don't even know like what normal people are anymore like yeah. that's yeah. that's that's problematic for you you know and so it's and it's like you said it's one of those things that most of us just like fell into because we weren't good at other stuff like mm-hmm. like you, like we were all like pretty good but like obviously we're not professional athletes like it took us so far and we kind of fell into training because it was another way to kind of you know replicate that that competitive environment of some mm-hmm. physical environment of some kind uh, you know and it's just like okay like i'm i'm a, like you always hear like the coach backstory oh what'd you do it's like well just like everybody else i was uh division two, a small college lacrosse player. And I tore my ACL and spent a lot of time in rehab and and grades weren't that good. I was (laughs) not that smart. I was always undersized and had to, I was to be the really hard worker. You know, my coach called me like quote quote, unquote gritty. Like I I had a lot of heart (laughs) (laughs) and then I found the weight room and training and I loved it. And it's just like, yeah, You too. Cool. Oh, so you're a carbon <laughs> copy of the last 150
2: people we spoke to. Awesome. Huh? Oh, yeah, it's all so familiar. It's like hurting a little bit. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> you, you saw into my soul. Like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, it's funny. I mean, I I think I've seen a little bit more. um there's a little bit more flavor in the industry now, which is which is cool. Like there are definitely more people getting into it and like some smarter people, which is which is pretty awesome. But uh definitely, you know, as we spoke about, you get into those echo chambers, man, and it's like you it's like you emerge from this tunnel after like 5 years going like, "Whoa, heck, there's other stuff here. What?"
1: Oh yeah. And, and there's and there's other stuff that people just like also like vehemently disagree with you. Yeah. Like <laughs> like, like emotionally like charged like and you're just like, "Whoa." really you don't like this thing that i've spent all this time and, and invested all this time and money and resources and, and it. like you if did. you
0: disagree with them they will fight you if they ever see you at a oh. conference or anything like <laughs> you'll you get have. in a fist fight with this person over disagreeing <laughs> with something
1: yeah matt, matt yeah. and i have been canceled by entire systems yeah so over the, <laughs> the last six months because we we posted about strength training like we're just like oh man so
0: it's all right; those pillow fists wouldn't do that much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hard to fight in khakis, Matt. In a bucket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> khakis and Crocs. Um, so, I mean, just, yeah, we went way off the rails, but, you know, we're going to ask our second. <laughs> I'm going to go for question number two now. Uh, <laughs> so, so just from like we a, promised you this wasn't very yeah, serious. Like we, we yeah, we no. told you this. I un- love it. And I love un- it. Unstructured as it gets. So from a, from a business perspective, you know, who do you work with? I know you're like, you've also just kind of moved around quite a bit also. So Mm. I'm assuming it's almost entirely remote at this point. Like what's, what's your day-to-day look like? Cause I think that is kind of an interesting concept as someone who travels and then works with a bunch of people remotely, has a platform, like what, what's that?
2: well yeah man i mean <clears throat> i feel super lucky because like i don't i set my own schedule every day kind of mm-hmm. thing which is which is pretty sweet um you know i did years and years of like the four thirty a.m up rise and shine you know like it's still freaking looks like midnight outside and got to get to the gym and that sort of stuff but it's
1: it's terrible that you have to caveat that because i have to do that with people too being a remote yeah person. it's like hey yeah I fucking train people. Don't insinuate. <laughs> yeah, I did my time. Hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'll get like twenty-two-year-old kids that are just like, "Oh, he's a remote trainer." Have and you like, ever
0: coached a person in person? It's like, bro, I've yeah. been. I did fourteen hundred sessions a year for eight years. Like, yeah, what do you
2: say? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's a, yeah, I, totally. But um, no, yeah. So now I'm. I decided to go traveling like literally about two weeks before every border on the planet closed uh, last (laughs) year so the timing was perfect but uh here we are I do remember last time we spoke to you you got stuck in Europe for a while (laughs) that's right that is right Uh, I'm still stuck here I'm coming to you from uh, Gothenburg in Sweden right now so that's it's pretty cool I mean like it's given us a lot of opportunities so that's great but um yeah I mean I mostly work with people who like there's a good proportion of coaches in there, like maybe 25, 30% of my clients are actual trainers as well, I guess, because they want to learn a little bit more about how to deliver training and nutrition to people in a way that actually kind of fits in with their life and makes sense um, without kind of compromising too much, you know, uh, and so I would say the average person who comes to me is someone who just like really freaking loves training, but it's kind of gotten in the way, if that makes sense. Like they train too much and they, they, they don't allow themselves to eat like a grain of rice, or, you know, shit like that. So so that's, that's the main kind of person I work with. And obviously, that ranges from people who are like, have only been into training for a year or two, all the way up to people like myself, who maybe been into training for like 15, 20 years, and they're just like really stuck in their ways. Uh, So that's mainly who I work with. And so for me, it's a case of, um, you know, I, I do a lot of like personal communication with people, I try and make sure that I'm giving them like videos and voice clips and that sort of stuff, instead of, you know, typed emails and that kind of thing, so that they get a little bit more of a, you know, a tone of voice and that kind of thing. Um, so my days are often making videos to speak to people. Uh, I write their programs, obviously. I talk them through the nutrition, but a big portion of it, and mostly what I do through the through my check-ins and through like I make online modules, uh, education modules and stuff for my clients. It's all around kind of understanding what your motivations are and uh, what your priorities are and. The processes that it takes for you to achieve what you want to achieve and and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, once you've learned how to use macros and like how to squat, I mean, that's really what's going to make you the the biggest difference in your life, right? So, um, I guess that's mostly what I do. Uh, But a big part of it is like, you know, I like the science, I like the understanding exactly all the mechanisms and all that kind of stuff so that I can go ahead and ignore them and just tell somebody that, like, hey, try and get to bed 15 minutes earlier. But um, so I spend a big portion of my day doing that. I'll get up, I'll go for a walk, I'll drink tons of coffee, I'll deal with client stuff for like four or five hours and then I'll dive in and and do my own research and reading and that kind of stuff, try and keep up with the literature. Uh, And occasionally you find something that's kind of like, cool, this has advanced my understanding a bit and I was a little bit wrong before, but most of the time it's kind of like, yep, cool, just file that away for a little bit. It's not really gonna change anything I do, but I find it interesting. And that's kind of what I do day to day, man. Um, you know, so I, I find that sort of stuff fun, but it's, I guess not for everybody.
0: Well, I mean, for, for the clientele that you work with too, like what you're, what you're talking about with the people who haven't allowed themselves to have like a free meal in years, mm-hmm. or they only do, or all they do is training. That just has to be a very rewarding thing for you to see when these people are starting to earn their actual lives back and they're starting to become humans again as opposed to just these like little robots like just little like squat machine robots that just squat and go home and just lay in bed until they have to squat again
2: yeah oh dude and you know the cool thing is is that you can get part of that life and flexibility back but then they get freaking better results anyway physically like they end up squatting more they end up growing more muscle and they're doing it by training like 20 percent less or something or being more flexible like it's it's funny how all of that stuff kind of intermingles um So that's super satisfying. I really love that stuff. I really, really like that. And, but that's also why you you don't see me post like tons of transformation pictures or like anything like that, because it's kind of not what I'm about. I don't really care about that. And I don't want to attract those people who are like, Hey, can you get me shredded in eight weeks? Like I can, but I don't really want to, you know? there's people who want to do that and yeah fit in with there's, there's enough people out there doing it. that shit yeah. you know so i don't yeah. want to be another one of those guys yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm,
0: i want I'm, to give you the ability to enjoy your life Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like so there's this wonderful thing it's like if you enjoy your training you probably actually are going to get more out of it yeah right? exactly. like it's, just, yeah. it's this wild concept that people like <laughs> i keep reading on the internet that like like emotion doesn't matter from a training perspective and i'm just like we're human beings like but like liking we, it yeah but like <laughs> like um like human like if 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 you've ever been around real humans, like 90% of the decisions they make are emotionally based and not rational. Like nah, bro, you're wrong. It's all about
0: that grind. Yeah, you ain't it. hating it. You <laughs> ain't training, man. Yeah, if you're doing
1: things because you like it, like, like go fuck yourself. Yeah, That's you're a like pussy. That. You ain't grinding <laughs> hard enough. <laughs> That's like yeah, it's like... Um, I
0: hate waking up early and I'm up at 2.30 a.m. every day just because <laughs> I hate myself <laughs> enough.
1: I'm up I'm before you and I post my alarm clock on my stories just so everybody else sees it. Yeah, right. just so you feel
0: bad <laughs> (laughs) about yourself because i hate myself that much (laughs) (laughs) i I
1: mean the other nugget you brought out which matt and i we actually talked about this on our last podcast a little bit and and matt and i like rant and and our con our normal conversations are basically us just hating everybody in the industry but luckily including ourselves including ourselves (laughs) nobody hates me more than me yeah it's very true like this is fair Uh, but but i think that's something we talk about a lot is like the the industry right now, like you talk about like macros and squats and you're probably going to be okay. It's like the industry now is so just, we, we've we've searched every corner and we've exhausted that bit of marketing now that we're just, we're so motivated to give up the big rocks for the little rocks, right? Where, mm-hmm. where, where everything's about like, hey, we know all this other stuff works, but we're going to fight you on the 2%. We're going to yeah. talk about, micros that probably don't matter and we're going to talk about like your prep exercises even yeah. though it probably doesn't matter and it doesn't matter at all probably respective to how you're actually training yourself right i think
0: it, everybody who is listening to this podcast just turned it off kyle They immediately I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get canceled
1: again i i tried to leave out respiration i didn't mention that. it's a, <laughs> gonna be just a bunch of angry
0: faces when people are reposting this one don't listen to don't these listen. guys <laughs> That's they hate, yeah. and
1: they hate everything. They think you shouldn't breathe and you should hold your breath for your entire life. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, like this stuff might, it, it's right, but it's probably not important respective mm. to these other things that are actually yeah. like much lower hanging fruit for people. Dude, and, totally. and, and I yeah. think that's, that's that's like the internet in a nutshell from a fitness and nutrition perspective. Like, like we fight about the minutiae to give us something to hold on to from a belief system perspective, right? It's like, nobody's really fighting over the stuff that's important. So we can't market that. And so now Mm -hmm. it's just like, we fight over the minutia in a way that somehow will differentiate us from our competitors or align us with a bigger, better tribe, which will get us more. It's, Again, it's all uh, it's, it's all fighting over resources at, at this point, right? It's like any other tribal type system. It's- and
0: it's all about honestly, right now with that, it's all about the instaclout. Because if you can get those mm-hmm. seven or eight different people with bigger followings to share your stuff because you agree with them, you mm-hmm. might have a better chance of getting more people, and that just deepens your your your, your the, the pit that you're digging in that same echo chamber. Yeah, yeah. And you just start burying yourself with it because.
2: <laughs> That, oh, dude.
1: Validation's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's tough.
2: It's really hard. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's like, um, the, there's so much like technically correct stuff yeah. that I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't fucking matter. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't know. And, and so there's all this shit where it's like, yeah, this guy's got the secret because yes, he's technically correct. Yeah, that is actually better or that is actually optimal. But like clinical significance zero dude like no one exactly. it does not fucking matter like yeah. it's so frustrating but you're right I mean that's that's really what people get off on over social media yeah um you know and so I think that has to be separated from nuance because nuance is important mm-hmm. but nuance is understanding where that stuff applies to an individual situation rather than like here's minutia that actually yeah. doesn't have any impact whatsoever on that,
1: it's it's memorizing details versus actually applying details, exactly right like and I think that's that's where people get super caught up and they they read a book or they they go to a three-day seminar and they learn a system or they learn a model and they don't understand how to contextually apply it across different individuals or different populations. And they don't understand that, Hey, this same model probably shouldn't be applied for geriatrics and highly competitive power lifters the same way right yeah. <laughs> and you try to talk to them about it and they're like no nah! uh, <laughs> and, just, and the famous line back though is uh, Oh, you just don't understand it well yeah. enough. Like those would <laughs> yeah. <absolutely. laughs>
0: yeah. Usain Bolt and my grandmother are not the same person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> William but they could be. and my
1: nine-year-old probably shouldn't be doing the same exercise yeah. selections. Oh, dude.
0: And like I've we've we've all fallen into that trap. Like yeah. I fell into that trap really hard oh, for yeah. like 18, 19 months. And then it's kind of like we talked about in the beginning. Now that the content and everything that we're that everybody's posting is different people are like oh you just don't get it because yeah. you don't post that stuff like bro i was there like two years ago like, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it i've been there i've was, been there i'm on the other side of it now trust me yeah
1: king of mount stupid like, yes I had, I, had a, I had a castle yeah. i had like I had a stable with some horses up there like i was i was living the dream on mount stupid like a year ago
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it's scary i mean actually that happens every like six months or so this is oh, yeah. like where these posts come out where I'm like, man, I was wrong. If I look back six months, like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe how much my thinking has evolved in such a short period of time. And then I think like, man, what about two years ago or five years ago, God forbid, when I first got in the industry, like 15 years ago, like, holy shit, it's just another world.
1: But what's crazy, because we talk about this all the time too. Like, if I look back to, you know, I've been, it's been 15 years. Like I I was training my first clients at like, 21, 22 years old in Manhattan. I didn't know my ass from my elbow. Hmm. And at the same time,
0: but you knew the actual anatomical terms for them though. Correct. That, I, I didn't <laughs> at that point.
1: Right? And, and at the same time, like I was helping my clients get better. Yeah. Like nobody right. got worse working with me. Yeah. I didn't hurt anybody. People lost weight. People got stronger. People's like knee pain, quote unquote, dissipated over time. Mm-hmm. And, and you start looking at the evolution of like all the acronyms, that, you know, you've accrued throughout that time. And it's like, wow, like I did this acronym that I now, not my tribe talks all this shit on and I helped a bunch of people. And now then I did that acronym and used that a lot with this whole population. And, you know, everybody hates it now, but I helped a lot of people. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's just yeah. like, man, like everything fucking works. If you can get people to come in consistently and, and you're yeah. not stupid yeah and reckless yep. like it's not it's not as hard as we all want to make it out to be and and that doesn't mean don't get educated it means no. don't become emotionally invested in a singular education model like absolutely yeah
2: yeah that's that's yeah, the some, biggest
0: problem is like if you're if you're getting an emotional response for somebody talking negatively about any particular system there's not a problem 100%. with the system the problem is with you yeah 100 percent, 100
2: percent. yeah totally agree with that i mean there's like there's a lot to be said for just like turning up and doing that consistently yeah. right it's wild
1: i, th- it's, I think it, is that a tony Gentle chorism where it was like the three by 52 yeah model where somebody's like hey what's the best split for a no- newbie lifter and and he's like three by 52 and they're like what and he's like three That's times awesome. a week for 52 weeks yeah show, I love that show can yeah. do anything yeah right it's like you're you're going to progress yeah. in, in mm-hmm. a linear fashion for a while
0: yeah and it's it's like those it's like the when like, like Luke when you're talking about the people who get caught up in the minutia, it's people looking at like these really in-depth like shoulder mechanics but they can't get their clients to walk more than 400 steps a day it's like yeah yeah that's you should touch that one first totally.
2: but like that's the thing and then like the the thing that you got to focus on fucking changes every month hey like it's oh i read like why we need to sleep by matthew walkers now like the big thing i'm going to talk about is sleep all the time yeah like yeah it's important man but fuck the guy's sleeping seven hours a night and you take him to seven and a half hours a night that doesn't fucking matter like
0: 30 performance insane. boost oh, <laughs> dude, yeah it drives me
2: insane <laughs> like that, that's a okay. lower, lower roi than a lot of stuff yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously like there's a difference between like sleeping less than five hours a night versus seven hours a night right yeah it's, it's insane
1: it's and it's you see it like all I mean it, again like whether it's nutrition or whether it's training or whether it's physical therapy like and everything's cyclic and I and I love it you know I love talking to young coaches because they haven't been through a full cycle yet right? yeah like we like we've seen like these <laughs> these like fads like cycles hasn't come around again like two to three times <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting like foam rolling is gonna come back and like. Six months.
0: Yeah, twenty twenty three is looking real good it's, for it's fo- for SMR. to be the it's <laughs> gonna be a year for SMR <laughs> and stretching.
1: People are gonna get obsessed with Golgi tendon mechanics yeah. again, and and all of a sudden that's gonna be like the mobility train. People are gonna be like, oh, like you tried like these articulated like rotations and these respirations, like. Huh where you lost like i'm just gonna lay on this lacrosse ball like you're wasting all kinds of time right
2: gotta smash those and, tissues bro. I gotta, it's all about <laughs> tissue
1: smashing you know it's but it's all gonna come around right because people need something new to talk about like and again yeah. part of that is is probably like even all the way down into like just dopaminergic you know anticipatory like reflex right like we need oh, yeah. something new to always chase even if it's just an idea uh, hmm. or a concept and but it's like you see the new coaches that are coming in and you see them where they're coming in and they're so heavily invested. And they're just like, this is the way, this is the only thing. And, and then it's like six months from now, they're just like, Oh shit. And you're like, Hey, get, like be prepared to do that. And you need to start making more posts like Luke where you just talk about being wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, th- and your new stuff actually sets you up for future posts, which is an excellent, yeah, Instagram model, which I appreciate. It really yeah. is. That is yeah. a really yeah. good yeah. Yeah. content strategy. Like, it's like my stuff now is just material for like six months from now. This is great.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <it's> yeah. <laughs> always going to be more shit to post about. I'm always exactly. Be, like, yeah. I'm
1: wrong, like, and that's always like that's only even my new response sometimes to the trolls where they're just like, "This is wrong." I'm just like, I'm sure it is. I just don't have yeah, anything probably. better to do yet, right? Yeah. If you want to you want to give me some books to, to tell me about something better. Or you just want to yell at me on the internet and and be a troll like cool man they
0: just usually give that one a like and then leave yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: it's just like oh great it's the guy with like no profile picture that follows five yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's never posted again it's that i know you i know you guy so
2: yeah yeah
1: we kind (laughs) of went into our third question Preemptively, I think a little bit, but but
2: we got to always ask we, we just have
1: to ask it, <laughs> so it's like on record. Yes, um, you know, we, we ask everybody, but it's really the the grind your gears question and the things <laughs> that you know you see, either online or I mean, obviously we're not doing a lot in person right now, but even like in your old in person facility experiences, watching you know coaches interact with their clients or or just the culture of a facility or whatever, but things that just kind of frustrate you and you feel like just if you could change anything in the industry like this would be like the couple
0: things name names yeah, if you yeah. want to because for podcast <laughs> number two we'll have we'll surprise them with a debate and it'll be great
1: face to face oh my god like, hi guys discuss yeah there's, there's, there's four windows on here uh, What? Yeah.
2: you guys got another host or <laughs> yeah. what's going on now yeah.
1: it's Lyle McDonald he's coming out <laughs> yeah. yeah wow
2: <laughs> Jeez, on his like 360p webcam man uh, like, yeah. come on <laughs> <laughs> oh I love it no I mean I think the biggest thing for me is like what I find really frustrating is people not being able to think for themselves like so if you give a piece of information as if you're a, a, someone who's curating information on social media or in a course or doing a mentorship or writing somebody a program, anything like that isn't the entirety of fucking human knowledge in one post. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, this is putting forward an idea. It's not the end of the idea. This is the start of how you interact with this concept, you know? So when I post about something on Instagram, I would sit there and think, okay, I know that there's going to be like these dozen questions that people are going to ask me as soon as I post this. So I'm going to try and answer them ahead of time. Yeah. And now I've stopped doing that because it's like, dude, if you can't fucking think for yourself on this one and come to your own conclusion, I can't help you by giving you the answer. You know, I am not God who fucking understands everything about this concept. As you know, I'm wrong about shit all the time. And I'm going to be posting about this in six months time saying how wrong I was. So, (laughs) So it's just like thinking for yourself and being like, Hey, how might this apply to my specific scenario? Maybe it's not even relevant. Like instead of asking the freaking question about like, Hey, how do I coach blind kids if I can't cue them? Dude, obviously that doesn't apply to you. Like think about it for half a second. That's my biggest thing. And I think that sometimes it's the fault of the coach for enabling people to have that sort of learned helplessness where like I have to rely on my coach to know exactly what I need to do all the time. I hate that. A big part of what I try and do as a coach is be like hands off when I need to be. Um so it's partly the coach's problem and it's partly the client's problem by being like, hey, I'm outsourcing this so I don't have to think. It's like, I get wanting to have the structure and not wanting to like take the effort to write your own training program. But at the same time, like you can solve a lot of these problems by yourself with minimal effort, if you just stop and think about it for half a second. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things I do when I get clients like that. I just
0: kind of leave them on scene for like, or leave them on like, like unread for like four hours. Cause it's always, it's always a question like, oh my god this this piece of equipment is taken what can i do instead i have all of these things that would replace it perfectly but i don't know what to do unless you tell me yeah. Yeah. i'm just gonna let that one go and you can do that on your own <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: we're, exactly we're, man yeah we're uh, we're just trying to you know build a little bit of like independence into yeah. your program and some mm-hmm. self-efficacy and, and see if you can figure that shit out and but I really like what
0: you said about that learned helplessness thing, because that is a huge, huge, huge thing that's going on in the industry right now, where if you don't listen to exactly what I tell
2: you, then you're useless and I'm, you can't do anything ever for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a, it's a tough balance, right? Because like, as a coach, listen, I, you know, I charge a premium rate. Um, I think people want to be able to like depend on you to get a lot from you. Right. Like they, they want to feel like they're getting something for what they pay for. And I want to provide that, but at the same time, I know that for this person to be, uh, to improve their well-being, to improve their ability to feel confident in their own training and the nutrition and and their life in general, they need to have self-efficacy. So it's like, okay, there's that balance between spoon feeding and kind of not really providing the service that they're paying for. Like you got to find that balance and it's, it's very challenging to do. But when it happens and someone fucking figures something else, something out by themselves and you can see them flourish. It's like, dude, that's, that's money. That's really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: yeah. I mean, we run into that too. Like on our side of things from a training perspective, just because of mainly my content more so than Matt's But people will, like get a program and be like, where's all the prep stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, well, well your assessments, was really good and yeah, you don't need it you don't need it right and they're <laughs> and and they literally like we've had clients leave and go to other coaches yeah they because, quit because of that <laughs> because they wanted yep. to do more just bullshit that was yeah. going to be a huge time waster for them it wasn't like it's like hey I'm like we we do this stuff to get you to the training part and yeah. once we get to a point where you don't need this stuff anymore like it's out of your program yeah.
0: Yep. I have actually had clients like complain when I've hidden the warmups tab on their program. They're like, where did it go? You don't need it anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's like, done. It's you gone. Your warm-up
1: for your squat is? Lighter squats, motherfucker. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. I read
2: this quote once where this this guy is like and it's super popular. People repost this shit all the time. The warm up is the most important part of the workout. It's like you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the workout. You wouldn't be warming up for anything. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? It doesn't make sense. I saw
1: that recently. Like I actually, I saw that probably a couple weeks ago. It got sent to me. And I was just like, this fucking concept won't die. The best like, was
0: when Barben posted that meme where it was like, you should take your warmup as seriously as your workout. And oh, it had the Captain that's America that's meme underneath it, mean, it going, no, I don't think I will. I was like, yes. That, that's
1: actually what it was, I think. And it's just like, <laughs> like how back ass can we get Like with this? Yeah, it, seriously. You know what I mean? It's just like, the, the, and that's what we always talk with people about in, in our circle. It's like the training will always be the show, right? That mm. like we adapt to stimulus. You literally just have to look at the highest stimulus in that hour and understand that that's going to create the biggest physical or physiological adaptations long-term. Yeah. Yep. And, and the stuff that you're doing, that's laying on the ground and isn't even under gravity is not mm-hmm. going to do that much outside of creating sensations sensation know, by
0: 40 minutes of, sh- of shavasana that i hit the other day was pretty damn good for my recovery <laughs> yeah. that felt great
1: <laughs> i you know, you know what i took a nap and it was probably just as good for my recovery yeah. that's exactly <laughs> what i did i just laid on the i
0: just laid on the platform of my gym and just fell asleep it was awesome you got a little drool on the side yeah. of your face sometimes. oh whoops <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: bad guys
2: yeah <laughs> like, yeah
1: matt walks around covered in chalk and drool that's yes just, that's, that's how he his life. <laughs> typical powerlifter exactly <laughs> he's, yeah it's very stereotypical matt, the drool isn't
0: <laughs> even coming from from like sleeping the drool is just my natural state it's just yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
2: general mouth breathing <laughs> yeah
1: exactly he's uh james Nestor's gonna get you that's the new book <laughs> that, that's the one that's supplanted matthew walker's book is now it's just yeah more, bro yeah it's, it's and again like useful stuff read the book like enjoyed the book mm. it's cool but Nestor's so a yeah, great author but now every now everybody is, is on the on that kick and it's like it's the new thing it's like oh here we go here we go It's all I'm going to hear about for the next six months nasal strips sold out across Mas- the nation <laughs> <laughs> mouth tape like if you invested in mouth tape you might've made like 20 bucks off of
2: that.
0: That's the true pandemic of 2021 is that there's no more nasal strips.
1: Nobody's able to find mouth tape or nasal strips. (laughs) That's the true problem here. Dude, if if mouth tape would have gone Bitcoin, like we could have all... Like, we would even be on to out. the moon. The, the podcast would <laughs> <coordinated things laughs> have been done.
0: We would have actually had that castle on Mount Stupid that we yeah, were talking about. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, it's like,
1: hey, Lou, we're we have to delay this because we're, we're buying an island uh next week, <laughs>
0: but <laughs> we'll fly you out on our private we'll jet fly, to come we'll do this podcast live.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be the new Tony Stark because I invested in, in mouse, mouth, uh, mouth tape Bitcoin, yeah. <laughs> That might be in our title somewhere. I don't know. But mouth tape <laughs> Bitcoin.
2: It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole podcast title. You'll get a flood of Redditors coming in being like, oh, what man. is this? Wait, wait, what? I don't want to miss out. <laughs> what stock is this? <laughs> stocks only go up. Which one? <laughs> What's MTP?
1: What's MTP?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that might be one of our better trolls. You might have to roll with that. Um yeah. but yeah it, be- and so just winding it up this has been awesome but where can everybody find you if they, if they want to work with you if you want to work with other people if you don't mm-hmm. just be like ah, peace out i don't want to work with anybody
0: who, i don't have like, an Instagram. Who, yeah. who listens to this podcast <laughs> like it's gonna be uh. a problem it's it's all right. There'll be like yeah, eight yeah. people who listen to this podcast total. So you'll exactly. make
2: you might get reached out by like one person. It'll be exactly. okay. Yeah, perfect. It'll be some bloke with like, hey, so what's what's the investment strategy again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> what what are we doing, guys? What are we <laughs> buying up? Uh yeah. No, my Instagram is uh underscore luke talik and my website is lukealic.com. If you want to talk to me, uh feel free. Feel free. I don't really do trolls and that sort of stuff. So if you want to troll me forget it. I'm not interested. I will not fight back. I'll just mute you, block you, whatever. Um, but that's pretty much it. Uh, all my stuff's there. Um, who knows how long it'll go for. I I Mm -hmm. actually sort of look forward to the day when, when social media doesn't have to be a thing anymore. Like I do enjoy interacting with people and giving out information and trying to provide some food for thought, but you know, it gets, very wearying sometimes so oh, it's, yeah it's,
1: te- it's tedious out here on the on the hmm. interwebs.
0: i gotta plug something for you because you have one of the best newsletters that i've ever subscribed to and it's one mm-hmm. of the only oh, ones cool. that i actually consistently read and don't just immediately delete so if you guys are listening to this please go subscribe to luke's newsletter you will not regret it
2: it's awesome oh uh, thanks dude I appreciate that yeah, yeah. I, that, that's um, a very good it's cool point. yeah I've, I've got a lot of
1: newsletters that like come through and i'm just like I've got, like a, I've got a well, I've got a con ed, I've got a con ed folder that I always think I'm gonna go through and just like read all of these yep. things sometimes, and I, I haven't. It's like 500 emails deep at this point, um, but yours is one of the only ones that I actually read on a regular basis. Yep. I'm just like.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really good content and it's very well written in a way that makes it really, really easy for anybody of any education level to understand, which I think is a hugely important tool, especially in the age of social media and the age of like 2021 fitness. Like, I think that's a very, very valuable thing that a lot of people can get a
2: lot out of if they subscribe to your newsletter. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Actually, you know, just like quickly, like that was a big thing that I had to change. Actually, if there's anybody listening to this that's like a fit pro or something like that is just how you communicate to people that are actually reading your posts as opposed to like, yeah, I mean, I, listen, I love a mechanism. I love a fancy word, like the more syllables the better, but I just realized that that doesn't cut the mustard with most people. So you, you gotta you got to try and speak to your audience properly. Um, makes a huge difference. Like the information will be basically the same. And sometimes even the less words you use the better, which is yeah. like easier yeah. for you. So that's cool. Oh, yeah
1: when I write something complicated, it's literally me just writing because I feel like writing and I don't care who reads it. Yeah. Yeah, It's for yourself, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's like my blog because I'm too lazy to have a a real one. It's like every, every like fourth Instagram post is just me going off on some tangent, but they never do as well as just like, Posting a few videos and explaining what I'm doing in simple terms for mm. people, and the, you know, it's just if they can see it and they can understand it, they can assimilate it. They can, they can, you know, again, it's if they have to. As soon as somebody has to like Google search something, you're done. Yep. Yeah. You're, you're yep. You're over. It, it's done. Yeah. I don't next, know what
0: that word means. Goodbye. I'm gonna just keep <laughs> yeah. scrolling to the
1: too next, easy to scroll. The, That's yeah, it. the next 15 fitness people that I follow. And it's probably glute kickbacks on a Stairmaster. <laughs> so you, just, you just drove somebody to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's on you. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, I, th- this is an awesome conversation. We appreciate you coming on. And yeah, Luke, thank and you so much. So uh, th- thank you so much. This is
0: a, oh, this is a lot of fun. It. Thank you. Thank you very much for, uh, for hopping on. I think this will be a good one for, for people to get some good stuff out of. yeah great
2: to chat great to chat
0: thank you for tuning in to compound performance radio if you liked this episode please be sure to like share subscribe and drop us a review we'll see you next time